Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm sorry I wasn't on this morning. My name is Joe Oltman, and I am joined by... Jake Freyho. So, sorry guys about this morning, but I had a lot of stuff going on. Actually, I had quite a bit going on that I could not walk away from. And uh, so as a result, it sounds like you guys had a really good discussion this morning. Yeah, we, we went off on a few different subjects. We talked about the metaverse and them putting people into digital cubicles and uh, taking over every part of our life. How'd your day go, though? No, I just have a lot going on all at the same time. Right. But, you know, it, uh, it was a crazy weekend for a lot of reasons. So I'm going to address a few things before we get into all the things that we're dealing with as a country. Guys, listen to me. It, it is not the, the, the radical left. The, the reason why the radical left can do what the radical left does because they have controlled opposition inside of our own environment. So for those of you that didn't see, um, and, I, and I know he's paying attention. How you doing, Joe Vaughn? Uh, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got attacked this weekend by a bunch of people. So I'm persona non grata because um, I did not take a side. Um, frankly, then I got attacked personally. And so let me, let me just tell all you guys something. When you're a business guy, right, you're, you're going to have failures. You're going to have successes. So I had a failure. And so what Joe Vaughn did which I did not respond to, was went out there and said, oh, look at this. And by the way, what is Mufasa C CEO? And, and frankly, I actually do watch his page, and I don't think Jovan's a bad guy. Contrary to other people that in the movement that think that he's a grifter, I don't believe the guy's a grifter. I think he's a brilliant guy. I think the guy's got a potty mouth. I think that I know why. I've spent personal time with him, so I know why he is the way he is, right? Which is why, I, frankly, I just go, all right. I'm going to let it go. But um, the, the, the other side of that is that if, if iron sharpens iron, which it should, then there should be a whole lot more of a mature response to uh, me giving people credence. Now, with that said, I want to say something. And I have not had a conversation with Dr. Shiva. I have not. But uh, it came to my attention that one of the things that, well, one of the things that he said was that uh, um, RFK Jr., uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., um, was on the Lolita Express. And I have a very high regard for, uh, for uh, Bobby Kennedy. And so when he said that, I was shocked. So I did a ton of research, walked through. I spent my entire weekend doing research. And I want to come back and tell you guys something. There is zero, zero evidence to support the fact that he was on the Lolita Express. Zero. He was not on the Lolita Express. Matter of fact, the um, did I say that right? Lolita. Lolita Express. Lolita yeah. Express. I I had conversations with people who were in the courtroom. I have uh, you know firsthand knowledge on the uh, testimony that was given by the pilot um, that worked. I think from 2002 to 2019 for Epstein. Uh, he was asked on the stand if Robert Kennedy was ever on the airplane. And his answer was unequivocally no. So 
the, you know, that, that leads me down a pathway where, you know, I have to apologize because I should have stood up for my friend. I didn't. Um, but, uh, you know, he's done a lot of great work. And I don't want to ever get to the point where I'm doing something or say, letting something slide that I know is not true. That's not true. He was not on the, on the Lolita Express. And I'm, gonna, I'm just clarifying it right now. Right. First, I want to apologize to him because, um, yeah. So it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't think you did anything wrong. I mean, you can't control what someone that comes on your show says. Yeah, it's not like you, oh wow, and then you put it on Telegram. I mean, you said you didn't, you didn't incriminate anything. You said, no. oh wow. No, I didn't. But at the same time, so you know, I think you're you're beating yourself up a bit because you took no stance on it. <laughs> can't blame blame people on your show. Yeah. Well, kinda. I kinda can. Okay, so we got a lot to talk about today. Um, we do. And, and frankly, it's, it's pretty scary what we're up against. So we're going to start by talking to you guys about what's happening in Washington. <laughs> what specifically? Was, we, uh, we were looking at everything that's going on in, in China um, and, and, and what they're doing here. Uh, the Xi'an province, I'm not sure how you... Pre, uh, well, I don't care about China, frankly, but we'll talk about China. But I care more about the fact that they're building concentration camps and giving people the authority to lock people up for extended periods of time for their own well-being. Concentration camps. Everything that we said that would happen a year ago, they're actually doing that stuff right now. Yeah, no, I think, I think you caught me off guard when you said Washington because it's, it's, it's all over the country. They tried it in New York, and they're currently trying it in Washington. Uh, Something that we had talked about earlier, other podcasts, was uh, uh, Bill Number A four one six that was being pushed through in Albany that they tried to slide through the under the radar uh, January fifth or January sixth, and it, it came up for a vote. That was the ridiculous bill about uh, giving the governor, upon counsel with her co health commissioner, the you know carte blanche to lock anyone up. You know, essentially, essentially anything when it came in regards to health matters, the governor could mandate anything and it would stick. Uh, so that bill actually got killed, which is uh, actually a, kind of a, a nice thing to see in all of this darkness. Uh, but uh, Mr. Producer said that they're ramping up the same thing in Washington. Yeah, so I'll kick it off here. Um, so this is dated January 8th, but this goes back a lot longer, and I've got a lot of info here. Um, so Bill filed in Washington authorized strike force to involuntarily detain unvaccinated families. This is on the agenda for January 21st. So this is, uh, this is coming up. Uh, I'm going to go through a little bit of this, and then we're actually going to get into the bill as well. Uh, but basically what they're voting on is to amend the, the, uh, the state law uh, to authorize health officers to ex parte uh, request from a, uh, from a court to involuntarily detain people. Uh, and it gets into uh, procedures for isolation and quarantine. I have a lot of images on that. Um, and so this is completely at the discretion of a health officer uh, in the state of Washington. Yeah, I have to okay. apologize. When you said Washington, I thought you meant DC. No, no that wasn't right over my head. Yeah, no, I was gonna, let's, uh, let's start with uh, <laughs> how it unfolded in New York. Uh, it didn't end well for them, and now they're clearly trying to just run it through another state and try to set the precedent. Well, the, here's the thing, is that they keep coming out and incrementally 
doing more and more and more and more to take away our freedoms. And we talk about the First Amendment, whether or not it's there. It's not there anymore. No. I mean, there are certain things that I agree with that most people say across the board is that the, the, the First Amendment is, is not there. And the, and the definition of fascism, just so we're clear, is when corporate interests and government interests collide to one to basically go after the American people or go mm -hmm. after any people. The unistate, the uniparty. And that's, that's what we're dealing with. But the <laughs> radical leftists, they can't understand that because they're just, they're dumb. They're just not very bright. And we as people have not gotten to the point where well, we're just group like, think. Group think is never, I mean, intelligence is, is applies to the individual, right? We are each individually intelligent. When you take and ram it down the throat of the entire population, that individuality is obtained by group logic and group application. It's, it's redundant. It's, it's counterintuitive. Mr. Producer, if you could pull up a B1 image, uh, it is uh, Bill A416. Yeah, so this was the one in New York that came up. Uh, we, we read through this on one of the other episodes, but more or less, I'm assuming the Washington rhetoric, Washington state rhetoric is the same. Uh, components of the bill, removal and detention of cases, contacts and carriers who are, are or may be a danger to public health, other orders, the provisions of this. Uh, I, I mean, we, we dove into this on a previous episode, but all the way to the point in which that says that the governor, upon communication with a health commissioner can take people and detain them for X amounts of, of time. And there are all these these uh, out clauses in it saying that pretty much all of the out clauses apply to your constitutional rights. So, yeah, you're entitled to a lawyer or legal representation if the ability exists. So there's all these contingencies of them wording it so that if they can get one of these bills through in one of the states, fortunately, they didn't get it through in New York. But uh, they have all these out clauses to deprive you of every constitutional right uh, lent to you. And right at the end of the bill, it said, upon approval of the bill as it is, 30 days prior to it becoming law. So, uh, you know, tomorrow it gets approved. Then from tomorrow until 30 days, it says they can make whatever amendments they want to it. So all they have to do is get it to the finish line in one of these states and set a very, very dangerous precedent. And as you said, bits and pieces at a time, not all directly. So uh, the response, you, I thought you'd appreciate, Joe, but the response uh, of people in New York and all across the country hammering uh, A416 uh, is best shown by uh, Image B2. Pull, pull up Image B2, please. So the AP goes and tries to spin it that this is all just hyperbole, uh, you know, conspiracy theory uh, chanting that uh, people uh, are concerned that they're going to get locked up in internment camps or uh, holding camps. Uh, the bill specifically calls for quarantine camps. It specifically calls for holding people against their will. Uh, image three is once again how the leftists will spin it. Now, image three is uh, a statement by uh, Nick Perry, who's actually the guy that uh, proposed the bill and his response upon receiving such negative feedback on the bill his response came out a day or two ago this was actually killed in, in january 5th uh, conspiracy theorists and those who spread misinformation online are once again trolling on social media posting concocted stories about a416 
To deprive these individuals the ability to use this issue for fuel to spread their fire of lies and mistruths, I will take the appropriate legislative action to strike the bill, removing it from the calendar, thus ending all consideration and actions that could lead to passage into law. Get vaccinated and stay safe. Get vaccinated and stay safe. To me, that looks like a win, though. This guy spins it on to the opposition and then says it's dead. But he can't call it for what it is. He can't call it for a loss that the people don't want. It's not a win. It's not a win. No, it's not. It's a small, you know, small victory in a in a a a, a sea of obstacles. Yeah. So 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 here here here's here's my issue. All of the misinformation and disinformation is coming from the radical left. It's coming from these evil people. Here's something else that you should know. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. How many people do you think are a part of the satanic cult? satanic temple church a church that worships satan how many people in the united states people you're going to want to hear this how many people do you think there are that are a part of this cult across the united states a few hundred thousand Mm -mm. anybody else anybody else anybody anybody mr producer how many people do you think are a part of the satanic cult across the united states um maybe forty thousand yep Anybody in the in, in, anybody in the comments want to care to understand how many people there are that are there? You guys are not going to believe it. You want to know why we're facing what we're facing today? I can tell you why. They're training people up in this this satanic church. Three hundred fifty thousand. No, That's one guess. Try three to four million. Try three to four million. It's about the state of Rhode Island, I think. Three to four million people that literally state. wake up every single day to honor Satan. How you, how, I mean, what, what do you think about how, that? The way things are going, I'm not surprised. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you were wondering what we're facing, and if you think it's actually that we're just facing you know, two differences of opinion that are ideologically bent in different areas, that's not true. That is absolutely not true. What we're facing is a fight between good and evil. And some people would say, well, listen, they, they're not evil people. They're just misunderstood. Fundamentally, you're following Satan. You are following the devil. You are worshiping the devil. Yeah, they're, they're, they're you know, flawed people. We're all flawed. But uh, to fully embrace it, uh, discards of all accountability in your actions and therefore justifies it. You know, we all do bad things at times. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's bigger than this, though, because... They're, what they're doing is they're training people up to be in positions of power and authority and taking over those areas so they can do exactly what they've done now in the United States. The, they are hell-bent on doing one thing. They are hell-bent on destroying everything that is good about this nation. Everything. And if you don't think that that's what they're up against, let me ask you a question. Everybody, just close your eyes for a minute. Close your eyes. Everyone that's listening, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes for a minute. Now, I want you to, I want you to know something, all right? I'm going I'm to say something to you. If you had to use the one word that the, that the radical left has tried to steal from you every day when you wake up, I'm going to tell you what that word is. But if the one thing, that it's a feeling, like who you are. It's a feeling that, that comes over you, that makes you want to go hang out with your kids and hang out with family and laugh and crack jokes and listen to comedy, you know, comedians talk and all the crazy things that you get to do where you wake up the next day and you're like, that was great. What's that one thing? Now, I want you to think about hope. No. No. What's that thing, that feeling you get? Mm. 
Joy. Joy. The radical left wants to steal your joy. They want to steal your joy. And they've done a pretty good job of it. You have people that are in legislative positions that are pushing things like the, the DA in New York City, who, by the way, said that he's confused. I'm confused by the reaction that I'm letting people out and giving people a criminal Hail Mary, do whatever you want. I'm confused. Yeah, all the business groups are after his, uh, after his head now. And he's like, oh, I can't believe it. can't believe, I can't believe why, why are you guys so irrational? Oh, I don't know. You said you'd let anyone short of an axe murderer back onto the streets. So, so the reason why I'm telling you that is that we're already at that place where they're trying to steal your joy. They're lying to you. They're in positions of power and authority. And by the way, guess what? It's not just the Democrats, guys. It's everyone. It's Democrats. It's Republicans. And, and let, me, let me just give you guys a little history lesson on what the, 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 the uh, um, House of Representatives and the Senate were supposed to be for. You were supposed to go into your community. It was not supposed to be a career. Go into your community. Find out what the community needs. Go to Washington representing your constituents. People come to you and say, hey, listen, we have a massive problem with clean water. And so they went to Washington and got clean water and came back and said, okay, we, we went ahead and voted to give you clean water. We're going to create opportunities and th so that we can have clean water in our community. See, something changed. What was that? What changed? Well, I think fundamentally we changed as a nation because it became uh, an entire group of grifting. And, and uh, Someone left the checkbook on the table and then they found it. And they wanted to see how much they could get away with, how many checks they could write. Well, sometimes our kids do that too, don't they? Our kids do that. Our kids come to us and say, hey, Dad, can I go, can I go down and go to the skate park? Yes, yeah, son. Uh, go clean your room first. I want to make sure that's done. <laughs> My kids are a little older, so I can say that this absolutely happened. And they didn't clean his room, and I didn't think about testing him or checking him. I went up four or five days later. I walk in his room, and a tornado looked like it went off in his room. And I'm like, son, I told you to clean your room before you actually went to the skate park. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Dad. Week later, he asked me again, "Hey, can I go to the skate park? I want to go skating." And I'm like, "Sure, go clean. Your, make sure that your room's clean before you do that. And by the way, can you take out the the, the uh, take out the trash?" And lo and behold, trash didn't get taken out. But I was so busy doing the things that I was going to do that I missed it. So this went on three or four times until finally I got to the point where I blew my top. And I'm like, so "He's like, can I go to the go to the skate park?" And I go, "No, you can't go anywhere." Matter of fact, the answer is no until you can learn how to respect the rules. But I let them get away with the rules for so long. I let, I let the rules slide. And people, that's what we're facing right now. It's a bunch of mental midgets that we have in positions of power and authority inside of our government and outside of our government and say they represent us that they don't. And that's why they're able to do these crazy things. And then they want to tell us that you just have to go along with it. We'll have to change it, go through legislation. Oh, maybe we'll have the judiciary do something about it. And all throughout all of this stuff, everything you're doing, what they're doing is negotiating in the back door about how they can grift and graft from you, the American people. Until there's nothing left. You know, today what we had a, my attorney got a phone call from a, a journalist in New York City. And that journalist asked a question. I couldn't understand what the question was because, frankly, they haven't reached out to me. But typically what happens in the, in the media is that the FBI and the intelligence community, they want to send a warning shot to you. Right. Boom. Morning shot. 
And I'm like, okay, well, <clears throat> this is what they said to my attorney, just so you guys know. Because she called me and she's like, hey, so listen, have you had a talk with the FBI? And I'm like, mm-mm. No, where is it? That gun it? Where is it? Sorry, guys, I don't know where it is right now. You get a lot of messages. I got a lot of messages. But they, they asked me if I had talked to the FBI yet. And I'm like, no, I haven't talked to the FBI. Let me see if I can find it here really quick. What outlet? Can you tell me what outlet they were from? No. Good. Joe, we were contacted by a reporter of the New York Times. New York Times. Oh. Asking the FBI had reached out to you in regard to the election fraud in Arizona. I told them, no, there is some, something going on that you need to know about. No, nobody, nobody reached out to me. But it's funny that my attorney got something from the New York Times. And again, this is how they proxy all the things they do in the it's, intelligence It's community. fascinating how much they've uh, leached on or latched on to several outlets. I'm not yeah. going to say them because they'll probably try to sue us. Who? The FBI? No, no. The outlets specifically, no. but they know who they are. The back door that some of these media outlets have with justice agencies or justice departments. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Veritas's dealings with the New York Times alone. Yeah. Look at what they're dealing with where, from the looks of it, uh, they got advance notice. They got access to Advanced things notice. that they seized from James when they raided his house. Right. What, how could you seize anything that was related to me at all? Related to me at all? No, I, 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 I'm just saying that these outlets, that the, the, the fact that we're in a position in this country where the media, which is supposed to be fair and honest, and, and then the, you know, markets itself as such, is <laughs> handing uh, you know, dirty envelopes to, uh, or the Justice Department is, is, is coordinating with them, right. which is mind-blowing. It's exactly, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the idea of Pravda. That's the idea of any communist uh, propaganda regime. Well, and, and let's, I mean, if, if we can, I think it's important that we go back to this idea. A friend of mine named Don, who's out in Oregon, sent me a text. And in that text he sent me, um, it had a picture of what they're planning on doing in Washington State. Did you get a copy of that? Do we have that by any chance? Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer, do we have that? What, I don't know what Don sent. Um, let me see if I can save it really quick and send it over to you. But it, let me read it to you. It's the Washington COVID detainment emergency. You guys see this? Sounds bad. Did you see this, Mr. Producer, at all? No, I, I got the stuff on New York and what they're doing in Jian Province right now, and that's terrifying. It, well, but I didn't see the Washington It's stuff. terrifying because they're doing it all over the world. And we haven't decided yet that we're going to stand up together. No, if you see Democrats, what, Republicans, it doesn't really matter. We're, 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 I'll show this later, but if you see what they're doing in China, I mean, they're kicking in people's doors. All right, it, let's see it. Do you have a video on this? All right, yeah, we'll jump to that. Mr. Producer, if you want to get the Washington stuff on standby. And just, so, and so, give me a second, guys. I'm going to be doing this while he's talking about as it. A, as a uh, forward to it, uh, New York tried to push these radical bills through, essentially uh, you... Uh, invalidating any any constitutional rights you have and that the state gets to so far as to even say that uh the the health commissioner can dictate therapeutic and mandate therapeutic uh things vaccinations treatments uh if that bill were to get passed and it did not now if we fast forward and, and look across the atlantic and see what's unfolding in china and then you see this push you know, we've seen it in Australia, we've seen it in Europe, and then you see this push becoming more and more uh, persistent here to get through one of these uh, radical rulings. So then they've sunk their hooks into the, the beast, and they can just start sinking more in. 
Uh, all right, Mr. Producer, you got the Washington stuff? I have what Joe just sent over. All right, yeah, pull it up. Put and this we'll up. Get, and then we'll get to China. And right. we'll, we'll see uh, into the future as to what we might be facing. So listen, this is in two days. This is the Washington uh, COVID emergency or detainment emergency. And guys, for those of you on the audio version, I'm going to read off what this says. On January 12th at 9.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., the Washington State Board of Health will discuss applying current infectious diseases, WAC codes to the current to include COVID-19 for all Washington State residents. See the list below. Policies. Keep, keep in mind, by the way, and this isn't written, but this is a, just a aside. Keep in mind that the Washington State Board of Health is not elected. They are. They're experts. They, but they're not elected. They are appointed. Number one, allowing local health officers to use law enforcement, WAC 246-100-070, to force an emergency order to involuntary detain a person or group of persons, families, to be isolated in a quarantine facility, WAC 246-100-045, following refusal to voluntarily comply with a request for medical examination, testing, treatment, counseling, vaccination, WAC 246-100-040, these specifics come from WAC 246-100. So it's like a whack-a-mole game. They're trying to get it, you know, oh, the state said no, let's try it here until they get one, and then they can uh, snowball it. But here's the problem. They're, they're, they're trying to fatigue us. The only way you stop all this from happening is to remove them. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you want to get to the place where we have sensibility and joy return to our community, we have to remove all of these pieces of trash on both sides of the aisle that are pushing for stuff like this, and they're meeting behind closed doors trying to decide what daddy needs to do for the kids to tell us what to do. Put that back up for a minute. Let me finish reading it, please. Number two, including the COVID-19 injections as a part of school immunization requirements using WAC 146-105. Guys, listen to me. What they're saying is, is they can force your kids to take something into their body that is a foreign substance that they have no idea what the outcome will be in the future. It they are trying too hard, people. The people that are getting COVID are all vaccinated. This is not hyperbole. This is not made up. This is something they're doing for a reason. There is a reason we do not know as to why they're doing this to our children. It's almost as if they stole the legislation or the, the wordage from the New York A A416 bill word for word and just changed the title. So the point of all this is well, that... Well, so I'm going to go real quickly to... Uh, to cut 10. Uh, so this is actually the bill uh, for pre procedures for isolation or quarantine. Uh, so it says, uh, you, you know, that recapped it, that little image there, but at his or her sole discretion, a local health officer may issue an emergency detention order causing a group or group, uh, a person or group of persons to be detained for isolation or quarantine, yada, yada, may petition the superior court ex parte. So they don't care. It's because they feel like it. It's not about your well-being it's about the well-being of a third party in this case the state or the general public yep uh and so here the look at the uh provided that he or she first made reasonable efforts who determines what reasonable is which shall be documented to obtain voluntary compliance with requests for medical examination testing treatment counseling vaccination decontamination isolation quarantine etc 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 so they're saying you're going to do it voluntarily or We'll just throw in this order. This is the red flag law, but turned into vaccines. They throw you in a camp. Uh, they have reason to be that they are suspected to be infected with, exposed to, or contaminated with a communicable disease. So you don't even have to be positive. 
with this language, I suspect you can just you suspect are infected. That, no, they can suspect that you've been exposed to it. You don't have to be tested for anything. They just suspect that you're exposed to anything, any uh, communicable disease, chemical, biological, radiological agent that you could spread or contaminate to others. Have any of you guys? And they got, can do this. Have any of you guys gotten those notifications on your phone where they're like, All the you, time. Uh, you may have been exposed to COVID nineteen, you know? Yeah, or please turn on your please you, turn on the service so that we can tell you whether or not you might have been. So it will be as simple as that. They just have to say, well, yeah, you know, your uh, geo your geo coordinates uh, told us so. Well, and so if they, they want to pick two. you off, they'll just push it to your phone and say, oh, you may have been exposed. And no, I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, there's this. their Number probable two. cause. It literally says right here, a local health officer may invoke the powers of police officers, sheriffs, constables, and all other officers and employees of any political subdivisions within the jurisdiction of the health department to enforce immediately orders given to effectuate this order, essentially. Are you serious? Well, that just means they, they can... It's, it's a slippery slope. And the slippery slope is that you have no voice. You have no ability to have a voice. And we're, we're actually letting it happen. We're letting it happen. We, we literally are the, letting ourselves become the guinea pigs. Well, in every step of this way, we've let it happen. We let it happen when they locked everything down and only a handful of people said, screw it. And you had, you know, small business owners well, it, and people it isolated. It was, it was millions I say, of people. Yeah, it, you're right. You're right. I, a handful is the wrong word. But we didn't have the support of everyone else because enough people stood by and didn't do anything. And then they shut down the schools, and then they forced the kids to wear masks, and then they started forcing healthcare workers and all these federal employees and all these other groups to get vaccinated. They started imposing fines, and it's gone now a year. And now we're at this point, and still no one has done anything. Well, they haven't done anything because they didn't think they had the power to. And people are, are literally looking for leadership to stand up, but we don't have leadership that's standing up. We have leaders that are more, more interested in keeping people distracted with everything except for what is really important, and that is that our election has been stolen in our country. And the reason why they're coming after me is because I am holding fast to the fact that in 2022 we have accountability. Guys, listen to me. All I care about is accountability. That's it. That's the only thing I care about. That's it. I don't care if it's a Republican or a Democrat. Matter of fact, I'd prefer that we come up with an independent party that just comes up and says, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to stand up for the American people in our community. What do you need? But instead, what we have today, guys, you thought that car chips and cars was a major problem. Have you been to the supermarket lately? Have you been to the supermarket lately? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was our morning episode. It's wild. Ha Apollo and I went to the grocery store last night. Guys, hit the share button. Apollo and I went to the grocery store last night. There's no meat. There's Apollo. no. There's no pasta. What did there's the chicken? The chicken carousel. There's. there's there I mean, entire seriously, there's a hundred square feet where there should be chicken. There's two, like, like two little packets, packets of chicken. It was there empty. was nothing. You could like nothing. a family could have slept in it. And then pasta. Go to the pasta section. And so it's one of those things that while we're going, oh, Joe, look over here, look over here, and then you're like, oh, okay, I'm done looking over there. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh. I'm out of food. All right, guys, I need to do a read real quick. Just hold, hold that thought. So um, today our podcast is brought to you by Air MedCare Network. Everyone wants to make sure their family is protected in a medical emergency, uh, no matter what the cost. But what most of us don't think about is our insurance doesn't necessarily cover the medical flights. And then we also have high deductibles and co-pays that could become a problem. This is why AMCN is so important. If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill from air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year it's fire insurance people and i told you before 
I'm not only, <laughs> I say I'm not the president, but I'm a member, but I'm, okay, never mind. It, it was a bad joke. It did not go over well. Anyway, now as a listener to our show, you can get up to $50 Visa gift card um, with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the offer code daily and um, sign up for it. So it, it's really good. It's, it's, it's $85. It's the cheapest insurance you can have. Everyone else charges you $1,500 a month for insurance for your family, and you get nothing for it. Right. Oh, except for another $20,000 deductible. Guys, we, we, we are... <sighs> when? When are we going to get to a place where our leadership walks straight and actually does for the American people? Are you tired yet, people? Are you tired of people putting up jokes and memes about, you know, oh, distraction, distraction, distraction over here, while over here they're taking everything from you? This is a real problem. Distraction and suppression. Before we jump into the China part of all of this, yeah. Mr. Producer, if you could pull up B4, uh, it's a TikTok sensor. This is terrifying. This was sent over to us. But uh, it's in a document. If you could scroll down, there should be bar graphs. Uh, but this is a mapping of the amount of requests that the government has made. Government removal request report on TikTok. Yeah. So what do we notice? At the very end, you see how much it jumps? It jumps like 150, 180% right. of what it was the previous quarter. So you, again, when I talk about the media having a back... What's the definition of fascism, people? What is the definition of fascism? What is the definition of fascism? So Mr. Producer, br pull up if you can later. Leave this up here for a minute. But pull up later, or maybe you need it. If you need it, then take it down and put it back up. But what is the definition of fascism? Control of all components of society. Thought. Thought, work life, religious life, ideological, anything. Guys, all of it. what is the definition of fascism? So, so for the audio viewers, it's, a, it's essentially a bar graph of uh, a government requests to remove or restrict content or accounts on, on TikTok. So they already got it through with uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And TikTok is actually a very direct means of communication to the millennials, right? It's, the, it's all the rage now. And so between uh, July and December of 2020, and then 2021, it more than quadrupled in the amount of requests to pull anything. Well, you know, it's not saying specifically what they were pulling, but pull anything that is not in line with the group think, with the group ideology here. So, and then if you go to the, uh, the actual map, uh, are we surprised that the largest areas of activity are Australia, North America, specifically the United States, and Europe. Where do no. we see the most turmoil now? But, but, and, right there. And, and, and the issue is, is that they're actually suppressing truth, using disinformation campaigns used on weaponizing, weaponizing um, education in order to get to a place where they can convince you and justify their behavior. Guys, listen to me. In 1940s, in the early 1940s, we locked up Go ahead and take it down, Mr. Producer. We locked up tens of thousands of American Japanese citizens. So this is actually uh, in the uh, CDC.gov, uh, where I have all this information from. Uh, they actually list that, and they have a brief U.S. quarantine history, and they break down a few of these things. Right. Uh, and right there, you see 1944, third one from the top, the Public Health Service Act formed the federal government's quarantine authority in 1944. What do you think that was? It was, a, it, it was related to the World War II. Japanese internment. Yeah. Listen, they, they, they literally have done 
as much damage to the American you know, experiment as they possibly could in the last two and a half years. This started, by the way, under Obama. The lie started under Obama. Actually started before that. But the major campaign to push towards a fascist regime, a totalitarian regime, happened pretty much in 2008. That happened. And since 2008, we've had a majority of the judiciary that's been pushed towards this radical ideology. The legislative branch on both sides of the aisle has been compromised in one way or another with money, power, authority. And then here we are, being led by people that are half-dead. Pelosi. I'd say she's more than half, but okay, be generous. But, but, But my point is this, is that we are at a place right now where if we go back in history, we are dealing with a massively fascist environment. So what constitutes fascism has been changed in Wikipedia. And the reason why I bring this up is because it's been changed nearly a dozen times over the last two and a half weeks. So this is on dictionary. Uh-huh. Uh, so on all these fascists are fighting each other over rewording the definition. Well, they're rewording the definition because they don't want to really associate it with them anymore. They want to be able to call American ideals fascist. So a political philosophy movement or regime such as that of the fascista. Fascista. Fasciste, I think. Italians. That exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation, and forcible suppression of opposition. That is really interesting. Do you think that's what's happening right now? Absolutely. Take it down. Here's something that's really interesting as you start reading about fascism because people hear the Antifa's like, fascist, oh, we want to crush the fascist. Because they use dog whistles all the time. They're not true, but they use those dog whistles all the time because they want to appear to be good while doing evil. It's selfishness disguised as virtue. What is that the the definition of? Who tries to look good while doing bad? Usually criminal. No. Fascist. No, the devil. Satan. That's true. And guys, I'm going to give you a little bit of a lesson. In the Bible... What does, what does it say that Satan will come, come here as, show himself as? A beautiful, incredibly uh, charismatic, attractive, you know, you know oh, unbelievably loved leader. What are we dealing with right now? And then what, what is the ultimate underpinning of the beauty that is, that is pushed upon the people that accept that beauty? It's the ultimate betrayal. It's death. Spiritual death. Spiritual death. Imagine being spiritually dead. You know, th- you know there's been a whole lot of talk about whether or not there's, th- there's a soul. And so they've done all these scientific studies on the soul of man, of human beings. And they came back to the conclusion that, that you have... Well, I don't know why that's playing in my ear. That spiritual death is actually a thing. Your soul can die. Just look at look at examples of kids that have been pulled out of gangs, right? You know, watch interviews from people that you know MS thirteen or or, or or sex trafficking. I mean, they're clear clear examples of that. The, so the reason why I bring this up is is really simple, and I want to I want to talk about this in particular. Where is a massive, where is the mass of crime, increases in crime, where is it located at? Blue cities. Okay. 
Now, I want you to know that Kamala Harris got on TV yesterday and she actually said that it's racist, that the racist media is why she's not getting a fair shake and they're saying things about her and that's why things are falling. So it's a good go-to. Yeah. They like to do that. And then she said that it's the conservatives' fault. Mm. Listen, there are no conservatives. There, <laughs> there are, but they go to work and they come back and they go home and they're quiet because they're afraid. They keep to themselves. They go to church. They come home. They pray to God. They try to teach their family. Most of them homeschool their kids. Want the convenience that comes in those cities. But people are fleeing those cities by the droves, leaving only who there to be victimized. Other radical leftists. They're eating their own. Now, with that said, they're blaming it on us. That, that and the minorities that don't have the means to leave because of the policies that they've been... Yeah. Uh, shackled by in all of these blue cities so the, the you know the the whole push for racism is, is is ironic because the people that suffer most at their hands go to anacostia dc go to brooklyn go to the bronx i mean look at look at the fire that happened in the bronx from a mitchell llama building right you saw that fire yeah mitchell llama's government subsidized you know that mitchell llama was a program for government subsidization of uh housing complexes so you, uh, you look at the deterioration and decay in these, these cities, and the one that suffers first and foremost is uh, the minority community. And now with this time around, when you talk about the radical leftists being left over there, yeah, all they have left to do is further destroy everything else around them. Right. And, and, and again, you know, yay, we, we, saved the, we saved the day, yet the city's on fire uh, rhetoric, and the people... You know that are getting swept up in all of this, or the the the, the pawns that you're using. Yeah. So so here here's where we sit. We sit in this place where most of you, if not all of you, are saying this one thing. And hopefully, lawman's with us because I talked to him about this before. I was going to call him today. I've been so busy, but hopefully, I get a chance to have another conversation with him about this. But um, we're, we're at a place like now where most of you are waking up going, hey, look, I love, I get to look forward in the morning and have this podcast or, you know, I listen to Tim Pool or I listen to Bongino or I listen to, you know, other people that have podcasts and you, you settle in on listening to the reality. It's like medicine. You, I'm not alone. I'm, you know, we're all going the same direction. But most of you are also going, what can I do? Gosh, what can we do? What can we do? We've got to be able to do something. We've got to be able to stop this madness. I mean, look what they did on January 6th, and they stood up and they lied about it. And then President Trump came out, and he blasted them. And then you have people that come out there and like, oh, Trump, he should have done more. And I freaking, I'm, I'm saying to myself, President Trump is one guy. He's one man. He's one man. I just want to point that out. He's one man. And the entire country is putting the fate of our country on one man. While we're walking around saying there's nothing we can do, or nothing we can do, hey, let's go check out Q, because Q will tell us what's going to happen next, and maybe, you know, they're sending people to Guantanamo Bay, and then this person's going to be executed, and by the way, we haven't seen Comey, I think that he's already been shot, and you see all this crazy stuff that gets out there, and grown men and women are believing this. Yeah. Grown men and women are sitting back like this. Oh, oh, Tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. The 15th of the month is the final day. On the 15th, everything will unleash itself, yeah, and we will all never be comes. back. Guys, we're grown men and women. We are grown men and women. 
And by the way, men, you wouldn't even have a chance to save this nation if it wouldn't have been for women. Because you've been out working. Do you want to jump into the China stuff? I kind of do. All right. But, so I, but, but before I do that, I want to I say this because I think uh -huh. it's important. <clears throat> People want to get mad at President Trump. You want to get mad at him. Frankly, you want to get mad at people that you say are dividing the, the movement on both sides. I mean, pick a side. I'm a, fence, I'm a fencer. I sit on the fence, obviously. Well, here's what I'm not going to sit on the fence. President Trump is one man. So for those of you that say Trump should have done more, he should have done more. What? What is he supposed to do in the middle of all the other things happening where you have Judas's that are throwing stuff at him? I know as a CEO, I get hit with 20 different things at once, and i got to make a decision on who's actually doing something that's, that actually that mathematically makes the most sense. You have to go with gut a lot of the times. And a lot of times, you know what's happening. You can see it. You can feel it. You, you can understand it. You have, you have this seventh sense. But you have to rely on other people around you to execute for that. And, fr and frankly, inside the government, I just told you there's three to four million Satan worshipers in this country. What do you think? Do you think there's like two in the entire government? Or do you think there's like two and a half million? I mean, think about it. They take from you. They literally drain your body of your blood. 52 cents on every dollar goes to the government. You are literally a slave to them, and you haven't even woken up and figured it out yet. The intelligence community has told you there's nothing to see here while you sat there and watched them steal an election. And not just one, but multiple. They, they, they lied to you about the facts that are right in front of you. And then they sent people out there and said, I'm going to pay 25 grand. Go up there and screw things up. And then all, everyone wants to come back to, oh, my side hurts. President Trump did it. <laughs> President Trump didn't do it. He didn't do it. You know what did it? We did it. Because we allowed it to happen. You know who did it? The people that betrayed President Trump while he was trying to stand up and save us as a country. And the reason why we slid back so far is because the devil's like, oh, my gosh, I have to quickly rip everything from them cancel the shelves, make sure they can't buy cars, raise prices, and create inflation, open the border, hook chaos, 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 chaos. And by the way, let's let innocent people die. Lots of them. And then everyone said it's President Trump's fault. And I've seen it now, 20, 30, 40 times. Write an article about President Trump did it. He's the bad guy. President Trump is not the problem. He was the solution in waking us up. We're the problem now. We have become the problem. So if you're going to throw some, some daggers at President Trump, then throw them at me, throw them at yourself, throw them in the air and stand underneath it and hope it doesn't come down and stick you in the head. Because all he did was the best he could do as one man. He is not Jesus. He is not God. We are the ones that can actually save all the things that are happening, stop all the pain that's happening. It's us. We can do it. It gets back to accountability. People don't want that accountability. They want to say, why is my life the way it is because of you, you, or you? Rather than look at it objectively yeah. and say, why is my life the way it is because of me? And so that is really, I think, the hill that this country will die on is that realization or that refusal to realize that reality. Yeah. Guys, listen, I'm trying to be honest with you. I'm trying to be authentic with you. I wake up every single day and I get attacked. And you know what? I don't walk around bitching about it. I just and, and even when I got attacked by Jovan, I'm like, all right, whatever. I know a lot about Jovan. I do. Attack me. <laughs> I, I, I hope to God that you have all the answers to solve things that are happening in Arizona audit. I do. I'm not, I'm not your enemy, even though you want to act like I am. I'm not his enemy at all. Matter of fact, everyone else was just hoping the guy would die. 
And I was calling around, was I not? Trying to figure out who he was, where he was. True story. Yeah. So, so yeah. but but to me, it's okay. It, it's that irrelevant. Is a true story. It, it, irrelevant. It, it doesn't matter to me. Look, I never met the guy, and I'm not going to say anything. You know, I don't want to talk about him. Okay. Let, let's go to China. Look, I, the, the the reality of it is, is that everyone's like, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna shut Joe up. You're not going to shut me up. And by the way, the, the second the second that I get when I get tired of it, Mr. Producer, what happens when I get tired of it? You tend to blow everything up because you are so done with it. And if you don't think I'm gathering data and information and all sorts of other stuff, I am. I am. And by the way, I have an opinion. If everyone wants to want to know if I'm on the fence, I'm not on the fence. I got an opinion. I got an opinion on everyone. I just choose to be on point over mission. And that's what we have to do. And if, if, by the way, if the Q people get mad at me, they get mad at me. Right? If you can't, if you can't take criticism, right, get off the boat. Because you're on the wrong boat. You need to get on the Antifa uh, bunny, bunny people boat. You don't need to get on my boat. Don't get on my boat. Because I'm liable to throw you off anyway. I don't, I don't care if you like what I say or don't like what I say. Stop going after President Trump and saying that somewhere along the line, he's the problem. He's not the problem. The problem is us. The problem, the reason why they can throw this chaos around the way that they do and open our borders is because we haven't gone down there on the border and been like, say when. And when they shoot across the border or when somebody shows up and says, hey, you guys can't be here, say, I'm an American. I have every right to be here. Matter of fact, I don't have a right. I have an obligation. Now go back and cho choose a side. See, we forget about things like when the Bundys when Amon Bundy stood up on BLM land and said, uh-uh, get away, where 100 people showed up, said, I'm willing to die for my deal. And when, they, when Finnecombe, when they killed Finnecombe outside of the, uh, of the suburban, nobody said anything about that or the fact that 13 of the 26 people that were there with Bundy up at the, the BLM property were yeah, unindictable yeah, co-conspirators. Yeah. For, for, for clarification, when he says BLM land, a Bureau of Land, land management. management. So it's actually land. federal land yeah. that uh, people ended up getting shot and killed, right? Yeah. Uh, in the process, not in that. No, 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 no they did not. No, no, they did not. All right, it was, it, but indicted. People ended up getting indicted. I'm not too specific with that, but the, uh, essentially, the Bundys were grazing their cattle on federal land. Yeah. They walked their cows onto yeah. federal land, which yeah. ultimately is actually owned by the people, uh, as much as they'd like. And to they say tried otherwise. to take it. They tried to and take it. And they, they did everything in the book. They threw the whole book at them because his cows were eating the government's grass. Because the government... And he's a terrorist for and, that. And the government, by the way, is corporate... It, it, it's it's, like it's I, corporatism. Like I said, That's every cow in Cuba is owned by the government. By the way, just so you know, the totalitarian political movement that is linked to fascism as an ideology you know, can be linked back to corporatism that existed in Italy from 1922 to 1943 under the leadership of Mussolini. Mussolini. Guys, you guys don't do any of your research on on history. And I know that I'm I'm trying to push a lot down your throat all at the same time because I want you to, to stop feeling that pain in your side and thinking that somewhere along the line, number one, it's a conservative because it's not. We're not the problem. Conservatives aren't the problem. They're the ones that are deep at work getting things done that don't wake up every day trying to scheme on how they can screw up somebody else's life at work. They wake up every day and say, how can I make things better for the people around me? That's not what's happening right now. That's what the radical left is. That's what, that's what the radical Democrats are. And by the way, there's a lot of really good Democrats. I spent some time with them this weekend, and my buddy just gave me a big hug, and he's like, Joe, I'm conflicted every day because of you, and I just want to thank you for that. And I go, why? He goes, because, and by the way, these are independent examples of me 
changing people's paradigms, shattering their paradigms. And that's what and we should be It's very powerful. About. It's very powerful. That's why the people that we hate you. There's, hate it. there's an immense amount of power in that. But if it, the more that we actually break those barriers down, the more that we break those barriers down and talk to people, the more powerful we become as people. Because then, guess what? We're no longer fighting about politics. Do you, how much time do you have? I'd show you what happens when you don't do anything. I'd right. show you some stuff from China. You let's got a go. few minutes? Yeah, All let's right. do it. Okay, so uh, for a, a little uh, uh, pre-warning, uh, China is, uh, and it's not even been mentioned in the news. So China, the Xi'an province, has locked down 13 million people. 13 uh, million. 13 million because there's now claims of uh, the new COVID variant, and then on top of that, a hemorrhagic fever originating in rats. Yeah, you went to Africa, you know what hemorrhagic fever is. I do. Right. So it's very serious, very severe. And then you start looking at the wordage of like the New York 416 bill and what they're doing in Washington. And specifically, the wording that came out of the uh, New York bill for uh, forced internment from forced quarantine was based on the instance of a uh, an Ebola outbreak uh, that was first proposed in 2015. And so now you're starting right. to see this hemorrhagic rhetoric uh, come up. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you could pull up B5 image, uh, Xi'an lockdown. So uh, the, the, the headline is, and no one is talking about this, uh, China, Xi'an under lockdown amid surge in COVID-19 hemorrhagic fever cases. Now, uh, look up, uh, do some research on your own. Hemorrhagic fever no, tell is them what not... It is. Hemorrhagic, uh, hemorrhagic fever is... Uh, uh, the verb of hemorrhaging. So essentially you hit a, a 105 to 110 degree fever, uh, your body systems, your organs all shut down and they rupture. So you bleed out of your ears, you bleed out of your eyes. Uh, this was actually uh, in Zaire, Congo Zaire. Yeah, uh, back in the 90s, early 90s, I think. I, I don't remember, but I do know that there's one thing about all the things that the what I call isolated diseases that happen in Africa, they have one thing in common. They all happen in Africa under the watch of, oh, that's Fugazi. right. Fauci. Fauci. NIH and experiments. Yeah. And Bill Gates. Yep. So if you want to pull up, uh, it's, it's a few minutes long, but we can pull it. By the way, you know what's funny about viral hemorrhagic fevers is they're all RNA viruses. Right, it's uh, the immune system attacking itself. And so from, you know, my conspiracy theory tower, from the looks of it, they've possibly as we see people that are all these vaccinated people getting sick and and you look at bob saget dying all these you know stars that spoke so highly of these uh vaccines uh there's a a good cut we're going to play of dr malone talking about the risk of uh a, a, an an unstoppable mutant coming from a rush through mrna vaccine uh so if you could uh understand what ready uh, cut six mr producer but the risk he's he's voicing, and from what the news is showing, it, although they're hiding it as, as good as they can, is that there is a much bigger monster in the room at this point. Uh, play cut six, please. Mass formation psychosis came up. Thing went totally viral. A lot of that, though, as this audience knows, is stuff that Dr. Malone has talked about on the show for a year and a half since the spring of, uh, of 2020. Uh, but people, the Brogan audience was thirsty for it, had not heard that information, particularly with no with no filter, with no screen. It was Dr. Malone for, for, for three hours. Um, I want to go to uh, back to Dr. Malone. But Dr. Malone, we're going to get Desmond on. We're going to spend this week going through this mass formation psychosis to make sure we understand it because clearly 
the uh, the apparatus is bound and determined to shut this conversation down immediately, like they shut the conversation down or tried to of what you talked about on vaccines. Is the I want to just go to China for a second. Why have you? Um, so now they're talking about using your vaccine or your uh, experimental gene therapy. Is what the Chinese Communist Party did enforcing vaccinations or whatever this thing is they had on 1.2 billion people? Could that be exacerbating what now looks like a, a, an outbreak of we don't know what? We're not sure of what because the information coming out is so so limited. Could that be a, 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 uh, one of the factors that could be exacerbating whatever new things coming out of China? Okay, here, so here's what we know, Steve, and I want to cite Gert von den Bosch, Dr. Gert von den Bosch, a leading academic and industrial vaccinologist, who is my colleague, and I'll be doing an extended uh, filming with him and Matthias in Spain shortly, uh, just a few days from now. Um, Matthias, well, Gert has made the point now for months and months and months that vaccinating into a pandemic will drive the development of escape mutants that are resistant to vaccination. The, the CCP's practice has mirrored that of the Western world and has resulted in a perfect storm of environment for developing super virus. They're using the language that this is a hemorrhagic fever virus. If that's the case, then it would be very odd that this would be something caused by a coronavirus. That terminology is usually used for viruses in the family of Marburg and Ebola. So this is something that many people have feared is the development of a, uh, a rapidly spreading uh, Ebola-like hemorrhagic fever virus. I, but we have no knowledge of whether that's what's going on here or not. So we don't know if what we're dealing with is a further mutation of the uh, SARS-CoV-2 or related coronavirus, or is it a new threat that's emerging in China? Dr. Malone, what would you, right, you can pull it recommend if you were in the Oval Office today? So he goes on to say to cut all contact with China uh, economically and, and politically. But then we start seeing things that never find it themselves in the, the spotlight of mainstream news. If you uh, pull up image B7, uh, they're, they're popping up on people's houses in Jian province in the middle of the night and like full Tyvek body suits and just throwing them into vans and taking them away to these internment camps. I, I couldn't actually find the video for this headline because it's not allowed on YouTube. Uh, but the raids are terrifying. You can find them through like uh, Chinese alternative media sites, but uh, it's shock forces coming in through all these quarantine, 13 million people cordoned off and no one's even talking about it or touching it. Mr. Producer, do you have the photo of the, the encampment that they've built in China? You do not. No, I, I, I know, uh, I know Zach had, had it. I was showing it, but again, now, well, what do you think? How do you think they're going to treat people? How do you, how do you think they're going to treat people that go in these internment camps and people, are you going to wait until you're like, Oh, they didn't come for me. Your lab rat. First, first, they came for Jews, and I said nothing. There we go. This is what they've built in Xi'an province. My concern, I know you say I'm doom and gloom. My concern is they've created a monster that they do not know how to put back in the box. And all of these little components that everyone's like, oh, just, you know, but you talk about bare shelves Biden, and then you talk about, oh, the Biden boom. So you just see this war on mainstream social media of like, 
everyone showing photos of reality and then them making up statistics to talk about the Biden boom. Well, why do you think they're doing it? Because I think they cannot put the genie back in the bottle. I think they've created a monster uh, that is starting to show itself as a elitist genocide across the country, genocide of uh, physical life and socioeconomic okay, life. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Do you think that Harry coming over here from the UK, you think he did it because he wanted to get away from that or do you think he's here for another reason? Who? Harry from the royal family. Oh, I think he probably just wanted to distance himself no, from the whole, so the whole family, I don't the think whole so family thing. I, think, I don't think that at all. I, I mean, the whole Prince Andrew stuff. I, I, I've never really thought into that much. I, 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 I assume I think wanted, about all of it, like the motives. Yeah, yeah no, I, I thought about <laughs> that about probably three years ago when the whole Maxwell stuff was coming out, that he wanted to cut the, the family yeah, tie yeah. as anything that would come out on Andrew or all of that. Um, but no, I never I ne never gave that any thought. So now what do we see in, in China that we see a, an eerie parallel and similarity here? A B8, please. So uh, the B8, the, uh, B8 uh, world food prices jumped 28% to their highest level in decade. Like I said, they, they let a monster out of the, the, the closet that they can't put back in. And then B9 leads to China hoarding massive. They've, they've, you know, they've been hoarding more than half of the world's production of grain. What does that sound like to you? Sounds like a, a country that's getting ready for something. It does. And B10... People have run out of options in quarantine, so they're trading goods for food as world's toughest lockdown continues. Have you heard anything about this? No. 13 million people boxed off. Terrifying. What do you think is coming next, guys? And, and it's not going to happen. It will not happen overnight. It won't happen overnight. We can stop it overnight. W where do you think the catalyst started in all this? You think this is just because Biden is just dumb? You don't think that, there, that there's no planning involved in how to destroy this country? I want to go back to a text message between two FBI agents where he said, I'm just trying to do whatever I can to destroy the free world. Remember that? You guys remember that? That was before all of this. That, that was actually before the election in 2020. Was that with the Steele dossier? Yeah. The, the lead up they, to that? They were literally planning on how they could destroy the American way of life. Well, because they can get very rich off of it. And that's all this is about. Just get get rid of the people that will be biting at your ankles yeah. when you've taken everything from them. So that's the stage we're in now. The next stage, well, for those that, you know, go through it, it's slavery. It's yeah. slavery in the sense that you have your individuality has been sold cheap for them to get rich. All components of it. School, but, but hold on. shopping, there, life, there's something, there's something more to this why. There's something more to the why, people. It, the, the, the why is bigger than money. The why is all about power. That's why I tell you, this isn't, this isn't, a, this isn't a, a human problem. It's not a, you know, one ideology versus another ideology. Why did the French Revolution happen? Why did the French why Revolution happen? Why did the French happen? Revolution happen? No idea. The people had been broken to the point where they said, you are done stealing from us. And I think that's and where we're at right now. And then they pulled out the Slicey but, Boys. But here, but here's By the, Slicey Boys, I mean guillotines. It's a meme, meme thing. But, but, but we don't need to talk about Slicey Boys because I don't want to go no, there. No, no, right, right, right. They'll, they'll, but but what, what I'm saying, my point is that the people during the French Revolution, they had been broken to the point that they realized everything had been stolen from them. They had nothing. Let them eat cake was the, the, the line. Let them eat cake. And so now 
what you're seeing is that same theft all across the board, across 99% of the people, but it's done under it's done under a, 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 a beautiful yeah. image. It's sold to you as a beautiful image. That's the most well, tell, terrifying tell me, part. Tell me what's beautiful, people. The chaos that's ensued where it was toilet paper. Uh, I want you to, I want to remind you that this chaos started with toilet paper. You couldn't go anywhere and buy toilet paper. What happens and when you can't eat? I mean, I, I've been telling you guys for a long time, go out there and stuff, buy unperishable, buy rice, buy flour, buy, you know, make sure that you can um, do whatever you can to fortify your home. Make sure you can get access to water. I mean, these are all things that I've been telling you. If you don't have a well and you're hooked to the, the grid, you're going to have to be able to boil that water. So you make sure you have wood. You're, there is going to come a time where this happens because you can see the breakdown. The, f the fabric of our society is breaking down because of these evil people. They have control over these things, and they're going to use that control to starve out people. And what you see in Georgia, and this is not hyperbole. This is fact. Look at what they're doing. They stole an election. They told you what you've seen is not what you've seen. I want to take you back to just basic behavioral deviations. And we've jumped around a little bit on this. We're talking about what's happened in China. Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have major consequences. They've been stealing elections for decades. They came out. It's not, it's not a mistake that George Soros is in our elections. It's not a mistake. It's not a mistake that, that the that Dominion has on the same floor a Soros nonprofit. It's not a mistake that nonprofits have been used to launder money for decades, and it's got progressively worse. It's not a mistake that any good conservative organization out there that does good in the community, that they do things to infiltrate those organizations so they can weaken the hold that good people have in our society. And by the way, if you run a nonprofit, or if you run a company, and you are a, if you are a Christian, if you are a conservative, even if you're not a Christian, if you're a Muslim, even if you just have values and understand American values and you're for constitutional integrity, watch it because they're coming for you. And we got to stick together. We got to stick together. So if you're doing business with someone who is not a, is not aligned with you, you better do something about it. If you're doing business with Amazon, you're feeding the beast. All we have to do is do the right thing and walk away from it. But we're not doing that. That's not what we're doing because it, it's too inconvenient until inconvenience becomes starvation. This is kind of a doom and gloom one, but it's really not. It's, it's a, not. It's I, I, Joe, I'd say we're beyond the point of, of labeling these things as doom and gloom. If you, if you want people to understand the reality that these powers that be intend yeah. for them, unfortunately, there is an aspect. Yeah. Would you rather tell them it's all unicorns and sprinkles and then... 12 months down the road yeah everyone's I, going yeah. oh wow you know like it's like the kids that got sold a college degree that they could you know take out two hundred thousand dollars to get a degree in underwater basket weaving right because that was their passion that's what they believed in they didn't look at the consequences they didn't look at the feasibility and now they're miserable and they're the, probably the same kids that are out burning down stores in, in blue cities because they're just furious with the world because of what a lack of their own accountability so if you were to have told that kid before they started their underwater basket weaving degree that hey look sweetie this isn't really the best move for you and here's why they'd probably be extremely grateful for you telling them that before they embarked on that venture so it's it's in the same light i mean you you you, you at a certain point you have to start seeing the pieces add up for yourself to go something is very wrong 
Something is very, very wrong because you can do anything to the people and history has shown you this. You can take away different standards of living, different uh, accessories of living, you know, but when you get to the food, primal instinct strikes again. And that, that is the going to be the final straw that they play upon the populace. You know, we're, we're in the woods, we're outside of, you know, major cities, but imagine what the grocery stores look like in the cities. Imagine, I mean, you see, if you go on, on Twitter and you start Googling or searching uh, Bear Shells Bidens, there's like Arlington, Virginia, all of these Northeast tight-knit cities. There's nothing. And guess what? Those people don't have the luxury that you and I have, me in North Carolina, you in Colorado. If things get bad, you have land, you can go hunting, right? Problem solved. You have your own water. But stick them in a box. Stick them in a box on an island and then watch what happens. Yeah, I think that that's the... The, um, the thing that we have to look at collectively, we just have to look at all the, those things collectively, and that is we, we, we have to do things to take care of ourselves, and we have to stand up and say that we've had enough. We have to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I get on people like uh, Joe Rogan and um, Bongino and all these others because, not because they're not great people and they're not standing up and doing things that I think are important, but walking away from Twitter and getting on Getter um, to me, is not enough. It's not enough to tell, you know, the, the people that you're talking to that, that would just walk away from Twitter. No. no Show it in your real enough. life. Show it in your domestic life. Show it in your, your physical existence because that's just a, a, a platform. They all are. It's just a platform for you to go about uh, voicing your opinion. Right. Great. Everyone likes to say what they are or who they are or what they believe in. Well, show it. You want to really cut the heart out of the beast, show it in your daily life. Refuse to shop at conglomerates like Walmart, Target, Amazon, any uh, Starbucks, anything. Anything that has a, uh, you know, a, a, a large backing behind it, steer clear of it. Don't do it. Don't engage with it. And then really show them. I mean, Twitter, down, Twitter is down almost 45% on its share value alone in a year. So keep it up. If everyone deleted their Twitter today, they'd be bankrupt tomorrow morning. Well, you'd hope to be bankrupt tomorrow morning, but let's let's ask a different question. If they're not bankrupt tomorrow morning, what do we? Do, why do we even care? Why do we even focus on evil people? Why don't we just say no? We've had enough. No, you're gonna take the jab. Nope, no, I'm not. Well, you're fired. No, well, okay, I'm not. No, no, I'm I'm done. You just have a mass exodus. And it'll be painful for a little bit. It'll be painful. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get us to a place where we actually recognize that we do have options. We do have options. I mean, look, I think, I think ultimately people that take these insights as doom and gloom, I've made this comparison before. Like if you were in a, a movie theater and you shout fire, right? And there's actually a fire and some guy, you know, has the audacity to turn around and say, hey man, you're, you know, you're ruining the movie. That's not my problem. You know, get out. Get out while you can. And that, that is, I think, a, a large problem of the right is that we justify and rationalize things that we don't like to hear as being having no application or being dismissible, right, as doom and gloom. So I just cracked a joke on uh, DLive, by the way. Um, GW Kelsey says, um, I've had an edible plant book since I was 12. 
And I would go, uh, you eat books? <laughs> <laughs> she said, uh, with salt, a little salt, a little ketchup. <laughs> uh, she got you. Uh, you know, I, I want you to know that they can't take away your joy. And we got to find a way to stand together. We got to find a way that we, we, we hang out together. We, we do fellowship with each other. We love on each other, right? We, we pray. Oh, man, it's been, it's been a drought for me just understanding what I'm exactly supposed to be praying for. It's been a drought because I want everybody to get along. I want controlled opposition to come to the Lord. I want the controlled opposition to wake up one day and go, man, God would really be disappointed in me for chasing power and money. He's so disappointed in me. I want people to wake up and be like, I just want to do the right thing. But unfortunately, that's not happening. But I'm going to keep walking that path and be an example. People say often, you will know me by my actions, not my words. So when your words, when your actions follow your words, then you can say that you're, you're doing the ethical, honorable thing, that you're honoring your character. When it doesn't, and people don't, when they, don't, when, they don't when, they, when they mock God, that's not the person I would follow. I wouldn't follow that person. I don't care who they are. I, I wouldn't follow them. I'm not telling you who to follow. I'm just saying that there are certain things that I just can't get behind. I just told you this, three to four million Satan worshipers in our country. Think about that. It's a big, it's a big number. And then just it's easy to figure out that this is why we are where we are. I'm going, to give you, I'm going to give you the last word, and then I'm going to go into all the fun stuff that we've got to discuss about what our podcast is going to be over the next couple of days and how we're going to be doing some major changes. And I think uh, Max is back tomorrow, right? I think he's back, yes. Okay. He should be. But we, we've got some changes. He's going to be doing something different. I'm going to be doing something different. We're going to be making some changes to the format. I will still be here every day. He will still be here every day. We just might do some different podcasts during the course of the day. We'll see how that goes. But we do have the, the membership deal that you want to give an update on where the membership is for Conservative Daily? Mr. Producer, were you coordinating with Evan? Okay, we'll talk about it afterwards. Still not done yet, guys. I, I, uh, we, will, we will get that done as quickly as we possibly can so we can go forward. Because what I really want to do is I want to make sure that these pieces of trash in, in Congress on the legislative side are listening to the American people. So the more people we have going in that same direction, we can still have conversations, have podcasts, talk about things that are happening, get in the gap, and do the things that are necessary in order to protect our country. But at the end of the day, right, we, we need to start hammering and, and having tools to hammer out these legislative bodies, and then we just need to get together. What else you got? I'm, I, I mean, I, I think I, I covered everything. When right. I... I, I I try to avoid this image that casts upon me that is of doom and gloom. I'm actually a very optimistic person. I just don't want people to be sold a false optimism. Yeah. And if that comes across as doom and gloom, it's actually the least of it. Uh, I, I yeah. would encourage people to maybe have that light of fire under them. Yeah, uh, because so the, reality, the, the reality and the potential is much uglier. All right, so I, I got, you're right. I got a couple things that I want you to know. If you actually downloaded this podcast, I want you to understand that last week we downloaded eight podcasts on one day, so you missed probably seven episodes. So listen to me. If you're listening to this podcast on the audio version, go back to last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and download the other podcasts because you missed six or seven of them. 
because they were uploaded all in one day or two days. So Tuesday uploaded Fridays and Mondays and Tuesdays, and then Wednesday, Thursday were uploaded, I think, on Thursday. And then we had that special with Dr. Shiva. Somebody just asked if Dr. Shiva is going to come back on. He is absolutely invited to come back on, but we will stay focused on, on the deal. And I'm, you know, I'm still going to have a conversation with Shiva. I'm, I'm not I'm mad at him. I'm disappointed that, you know, that, uh, that they have their fight. I'm not a part of their fight. Right. But I'm going to tell you right now that uh, I, I want to honor the people that I know are, are doing good work, in my opinion. And my opinion does matter to me. And if it matters to you, great. Everyone's got an opinion. They're like, uh, you know what? And they all stink, I guess. But anyway, back to this. Download the podcast on Podbean. Let me just tell you where you can find it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. If you are listening to this podcast, just know that you missed probably six really good podcasts last week that you're going to want to go back and listen to. And you can see that some of them just literally got lost in that in that rift. We had some great discussions. Go back and watch those. You can also find us on conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and CloudHub. I'm a big fan of Frank Speech. If you want to go to Frank Speech, listen to us there. Um, if you like our podcast, please subscribe. Uh, follow us on Telegram uh, at Conservative Daily. You can also follow me at Joe Oltman, and you can follow Max McGuire at Max McGuire. So uh, if you do subscribe, give us a five-star review. Share this episode with your friends. Look, the reason why we grow and the do the things that we do is for you. I don't show up here two hours a day or two and a half hours or three hours a day um, because I like to hear myself speak. I don't. I want to give you a plan. And I'm, and I'm literally every day trying to figure out how we can come together so that we can focus on what's most important to us as a society and as a community, right? Um, if you need a reminder that when we go live, text FREEDOM to 89517 and sign up for our text alert system. Um, use the links in our description as well to subscribe to our newsletter. And you can get our fax blast so you don't miss any important projects that we're working on right now. Um, that is all for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We're signing off. God bless you. God is definitely at the wheel, but you got to have prayer and uh, faith without works is dead. So we got to make sure that we continue to do the good work that's necessary in order to save our nation. God bless you. You're Joe Oldman. Uh. <laughs>